Welcome to the Christian Car Guy radio show, the talk show dedicated to helping Christians buy and sell cars by the book, not the blue book, not the orange book, but by God's book, the Bible. Call the Christian Car Guy with your questions, 1-866-34-TRUTH. That's 1-866-348-7884. What does being a Christian have to do with buying a car? You're about to find out. Here's your host, Robbie Dillmore. The lost art of being lost. <laughs> Remember the good old days when somehow you knew you took a wrong turn back a ways and now you're you're too proud to stop and ask for directions, not to mention your wife may be leaning on you some way. <laughs> well, with smartphones today and onboard navigation, I guess those days are gone forever. So I thought you might enjoy pondering with me some of the things we lose by turning our brains over to navigation apps. And so my list, I, I was, had a chance to ponder these things, Bill. And so my list are like opportunities for my wife and kids to see how really messed up I am, or <laughs> the chance to meet new gas station attendants. You know, it's just, it's just not like it used to be. And there's so much more. So I thought it might be fun for you to call in and share your ideas today on what do you think we've lost? You know, a chance to look at those old maps you know, they don't, you, you go in the gas station, they don't have them all lined up anymore. So you call us with your idea. What have we lost with the lost art of being lost? 866-348-7884. 866-34-TRUTH. And it might be fun, too, to share where your navigation has taken you where no man has gone before. <laughs> you know, my doctor came in on my last appointment. She was about 45 minutes late. And she blamed it on the traffic. And I was sitting there thinking, hmm. So you do lose the opportunity to actually claim <laughs> you had a good excuse for being late. Yeah, so we want those ideas. 866-348-7884. Naturally, we're going to play Name That Noise. We're going to get to that in a minute. But speaking of navigation or the right path or route, uh, our pastor at the church I attend gave a wonderful sermon on choosing the right path through the book of Proverbs. And he talked about honoring God with your wealth. And that's a path that we take or you don't take as the case may be, which often leads to injured credit. And, and speaking of that, we have our very own Christian insurance guy. And that, that affects your credit score, doesn't it, Bill? It does. You know, competitive shopping has become much more intriguing over the years with all the Internet tools. And maybe the internet shopping tools is the reason that buying things have gotten a whole lot more complicated. But one of the complicating factors in a lot of purchases, including insurance, is your credit. There you go. And so we're going to be talking about that and how you might save some money by uh, honoring God with your wealth there. But I know you guys are wanting to play Name That Noise, and we have a good one for you today. So, Alex, let's play. It's time to play Define That Defect. Resolve that roar. Trace that tick. Highlight that hubbub. Name that noise. Chronicle that clatter. I just love that, Bill. I know. <laughs> Isn't it overkill? Well, no, if you're going to play, you got to play. And so we have a very interesting one for you today on Name That Noise. It's, it's sort of a click. Uh, we need you to call us at 866-348-7884, 866-34-TRUTH. 
if you can name this noise. Yes, I know many of you have heard that, and it's not a very encouraging noise, <laughs> especially if you're late or something else like that may be going on. But if you can call 866-348-7884, 866-348-7884, Alex, well, he can't tell him what they'll win because he's taking calls already, but that's okay. Alex, tell him what they'll win. They could win all sorts of books and books and more books. The book is The Last Words of Jesus by our very own boss, Stu Epperson. Or you could choose the CD, your choice. You call us 866-348-7884 and try to name that noise. And oh my, we definitely have some callers, so we're anxious to get to that. Then in our appraisal by The Real Black Book, that's coming up at the end of the show. That's where we search the Bible for hidden treasure, cry out for understanding. We try out for understanding or understanding, whichever you prefer. It's, you're actually supposed to cry out for discernment, Bill, and they're supposed to lift our voice for understanding. You'd think after all these years I could get it right. But for Christians, the ultimate navigation system, I would think, would have to be the word. But do you know the relationship? This might be puzzling to you. Do you know that there's a relationship between the word word and sheep? <laughs> and you know, Robbie, in his never-ending quest <laughs> to understand things, has found that relationship. And so you are going to be so, oh, it's so much fun. I get to share that at the end of the show in our appraisal by the real black book. What does the word and navigation, what all does that have to do with sheep? And what is Robbie really doing? 866-348-7884. If you want to play with us, name that noise. Of course, I always want to mention the website, christiancarguy.com where we have a beautiful picture of my sheep and, and stuff like that that I've done, as well as my maps and the lost art of being lost in my list ahead of time. You can see the 16 things I thought about that we lost by not being able to be lost anymore. <laughs> and so we need to hear from you. We have Stafford is in Raleigh, North Carolina. Stafford, you're on the Christian Car Guy. Are you ready to name that noise? I'm going to do my best. All right. I think. Go, go ahead. ahead. What do you? I think is it, is it the starter going bad? You are exactly right, Stafford. That is is it's actually a part of the starter that most people refer to as the starter solenoid that you're you're hearing click click click. But have you experienced that noise, Stafford? <laughs> uh, yes, I have on a number of different occasions. <laughs> And it's amazing to me, a lot of times, you know, we have the Jesus labor love, which is car repair labor for single moms, widows, families in crisis. And often the crisis is explained to me that I, when I turn my key, I hear this click, click, click. And it really, you, you think that it may be something catastrophic, but it could be something as simple as a loose battery cable or, or it could be that your battery cables are corroded. It, you know, it could mean you need a starter. It could mean you need a battery, but it also often just means that there isn't enough power. And when you hear that click, 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 many, 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 many times, and I bet this worked for you, Stafford, you just jump your car off. Yep. And off you go. I've had to take a hammer to mine on occasion. <laughs> That's kind of like laying hands on it, but laying a hammer. <laughs> <laughs> Well, thank you, Very Stafford. True. God bless you. I appreciate you playing Name That Noise. All right. You're welcome, guys. Have a great one. You too. And, and along those lines, 
of, you know, the starter thing. They have come out with, Michelin has, and actually I have a set of them, jumper cables that won't allow you to put the red on the black and the black on the red. You know, and because if you, somebody offers to jump your car and they don't know what they're doing, let me just explain. It's one of the more dangerous things that can happen. Number one, when you jump a car off, a spark can hit the gas from the battery and actually explode in your face. And there are people been killed and all sorts of injuries. So jumping a car off is not by any means a safe thing to do. And that's why people always tell you, to connect the ground cable first before you connect the positive cable because that way you eliminate having that arc, that spark that could blow off the, because as your battery is just charging, it sends off a gas that you might remember from the Hindenburg, <laughs> hydrogen. And so, you know, if something arcs right there, kablamo. But Michelin has this wonderful set of jump cables that you can hook up to either side and you don't cross the thing. You don't, you know, burn up your ignition system or burn up your wiring harness because it will figure out whether it's supposed to be positive or negative and you know and correct it by whichever way you hook it up it's kind of a no-brainer for like ladies and folks that don't know the difference you know between where the positive and the negative is <laughs> I, I, oh, oh, I, I, <laughs> oh, oh, I, I just i did it didn't oh man I, that was bad. See, they're There's smart enough to have roadside assistance. They, 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 they call somebody to do it. They're a lot smarter than the rest of it. Hey, Robbie, my wife knows more about cars than I do. I, so. No, I, that was bad. I can't believe I did that, but I did it. But it just goes to show you why my kids, you know, when I get lost, they can tell how I'm so messed up. And actually, we have Rita is in Louisville, Kentucky, and she wants to play Name That Noise, and she probably knows all about positive and negative. Rita, you're on a Christian Car Guy show. Are you mad at me? Oh, she is. She hung up. <laughs> That's not good. Oh, well. Um, but that is one of those things. And, and getting to the topic of today, what are some of the things that we've lost in the lost art of being lost? You know, if you give over your mind, like recently I was in New York City, and I don't know if you've ever driven in New York City. It is a bit of a challenge. And... Uh, you know, I cruised in. I had to go to a, a hotel there in, in um, Brooklyn. And fortunately, I had my navigation. But when I arrived at the, the, the hotel, I realized I had no clue where I was because I turned 47 times. And the navigation had told me how to get there. But I could never get out of there. I mean, I didn't know where I was. And I thought, I'm lost even though I know where I am. It's kind of a scary thing. I've lost the ability to know where I am. What have you lost? 866-348-7884. The lost art of being lost. <laughs> That's what we're talking about. Today on the Christian Car Guys show, when did you take navigation and it just took you to a level you, you didn't realize that you'd lost the ability to get lost? And it's it's one of the things that, that, you know, with our new society that we're facing, I'm interested in what you've pondered along those lines since we, talk, we brought it up at the beginning of the show. We'd love to hear your ideas. 866-348-7884. We're going to save you some money on insurance. Oh, we got a wonderful appraisal by the Real Black Book. All sorts of stuff coming up. But I really do want to talk about this whole navigation thing. 866-348-7884. We have Kent is in New Albany, Indiana. Welcome, Kent. Thank you. I am really excited to hear about your navigator getting lost story. 
Well, I have a comment and a story if I have time for that. Oh, please. Uh, the uh, comment first is uh, I, I do believe that we've lost a great deal, uh, very similar to uh, back in the 60s when the interstate system was uh, 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 instituted. Uh, I think we lost a lot in traveling. I can remember traveling down uh, State Highway 31 to Florida in the old days and stopping in little towns with my mom and dad and seeing all kinds of variety of life and meeting people. Yeah. Uh, in today's world, we stop off at McDonald's or similar type places and we keep going on the highway and it's uh, become very sterilized. Um, and I'm afraid that the internet uh, computer age system is creating the same thing for the mind that we are becoming sterilized and uh, uh, the uh, uh, internet now, I understand Facebook will be able to tell you what your your uh, your choices will be <laughs> and uh, can predict uh, what, what you will want to see on the internet. And uh, I think it continues to reflect uh, Robert Frost's uh, poem uh, the road less traveled, or the or the uh, path less traveled, and the value of that. And uh, now the story. Uh, back in the eighties, uh, 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 my wife and I were taking our kids to uh, Niagara Falls for a uh, Chevy Chase tent camping trip. Oh wow! <laughs> and we picked up our daughters at uh, church camp down in Santa Claus, Indiana, and up around Bedford. Well, to get from Santa Claus to Bedford and then to head for Niagara Falls on its Saturday, uh, my wife had the map, of course, in the navigator's seat, and I saw a little hairline uh, road that cut across from 64 to 65, and I was going to save time by cutting across instead of driving back from Santa Claus to Louisville and then Louisville up to Columbus and over. Famous last and, words. Uh, <laughs> so uh, we, get, we end up in this little town uh, that's on State Road 64, and to, uh, to go on this road, we have to go through this little town of maybe 100 people, and I get one street over, and I cannot find where this little hairline road is that will go up uh, the direction I want to go. And as I'm driving down this street, there's a man walking with his back to me. And so uh, with my tent on top of the station wagon, three kids in the car, I rolled down my window. And my wife says, what are you going to do? I said, well, I'm going to ask for directions. So I uh, I said, sir. A real man asked for directions. Around. There you go. <laughs> and, uh, and I said, uh, I see on the map that I can get over to Bedford uh, going this way. And I said, there's a road that goes out of the town here. Uh, can you tell me where it is? Well, as soon as he started talking, I could tell that he was uh, uh, moderately to more than moderately uh, mentally challenged. And uh, I'm not sure what the politically correct term is right now, but he was uh, very slow. Uh, in speech and appeared to be uh, uh, very slow in his thinking process. But he says, well, uh, I don't think you could get there from here. 
<laughs> and, uh, and of course, in my uh, knowledge and wisdom and self-feeling uh, full of myself, I'm quite well on the map. It shows that I can. So, so I keep going, and I turn down the road that uh, appears, well, and he shows me where the road is. He says, but you don't want to go that way. So I turn down the road, and the asphalt road, after about a mile or so, turns into a gravel road. And then a mile or so after that, the, the gravel road turned into uh, two ruts uh, with grass <laughs> in the middle. And uh, we go around a bend, and, and there's a drop-off down to a bridge, concrete bridge, that is uh, in the bed of a creek with a high <laughs> rise in the other direction. And uh, at that moment, I learned a deep lesson. Uh uh, God is greater than any knowledge that man has, <laughs> and we're better off to be uh, out among all people, serving people, and my concern is modern churches are becoming also very sterile, uh, similar to uh, the highway and the internet system, and uh, we've kind of lost uh, yeah. Too often, it's easy for us to go to a church where all we have to do is show up and uh, have our ears tickled. Wow, and, what a great uh, that can't that is a, a, a wonderful thing to think about. It's it is very similar to that where you check out, like we check out our brain to navigation. If you check out your brain to church and you don't get involved and you don't serve, that is that well, is a phenomenal stuff. Out our brain. It's checking out our soul. There you go. That's even we, better. We, we need to uh, be convicted by the Holy Spirit when we are tempted to just go and sit and uh, uh, contribute by talking in, in study groups and Bible study and, and well, so forth. Well, God bless uh, you, Ken. I thank you. Out. Yeah, uh, I appreciate you sharing so much on that. That was quite a story and worth listening to. <laughs> I will never forget it. God bless you, Kent. We have so much more Christian Car Guy show coming up. Bill is going to share his ideas on how you can save money through just simply honoring God with your with your money. And, of course, we're going to find out about these sheep. And we got to hear your story about, or maybe what you think you lost by being the lost art of lost. However that works. Stay tuned. Lost art of being lost. That's what we're talking about today. On the Christian Car Guy Show, maybe you have a lost story like we just heard, or maybe you've thought about what you're losing by not using your own sense of direction anymore or not being challenged along those lines. We would love to hear from you. 866-348-7884 is the number to call in and share. As always, we would point you to ChristianCarGuy.com to there find out about our ministry with the Jesus Labor Love Car Repair Labor for single moms, widows, families in crisis across the country. And, of course, a wonderful picture of the lost art of being lost and my sheep thing that I and all 16 of the things that I thought of. And I would love to see what you might add to the list that, that we would love to hear today. But during the break, I was corrected on something. You might have heard my 30-second tip, which is called Staying on the Highway, which the Lord has blessed now and. I guess it's over 50 radio stations besides radio stations that carry 
Christian Car Guys show that play those 30-second tips. And one of those tips is to crack your window. And, and, and a guest in the studio said, Robbie, it's probably better to let your window down than to crack it. And I, you know, I realized <laughs> that I may have misspoke, Alex. I mean, these things happen. It just goes to show you, you know, my wife corrects me on all this stuff. And now I got Harold in the studio to help me with this stuff. But Bill, while also during the break, we heard a phenomenal story of when your dad was lost and he met up with a guy in a tractor who was really very, My, my very father illiterate. was a claims adjuster for Nationwide before I became an agent. One of his favorite stories was being in the backwoods in North Carolina, having to find this farm. And he's driving down this dirt road and he just doesn't know whether to go left or right. And then on the other side of the fence, there was a fellow on a tractor, and Dad beat the horn, and the guy throttled back his tractor. He says, yes, son. He said, sir, I'm trying to find Fred Jones' place. Can, can you help me out? He says, yes, sir. You go down this road, two C's, and you hang a right. And he throttled the tractor back up. My dad thought about it a second, and he beeped the horn, and the guy throttled it back again. He said, pardon me, sir, did you say go down the road two C's and hang a right? He says, yes, son. I said, I'm sorry, sir, what do you mean? And he looked at him a little strange, and he said, well, boy, you go down as far as you can see once, and then you go down as far as you can see again. Take a right. <laughs> That's some North Carolina logic right there, by all means. So... <laughs> Now, guess what? My mom, she might remember when I got lost, or who knows what she, <laughs> my mom's calling in from uh, Illinois. Hey, mom, you're on the Christian Car Guy show. You got a lost story for us. Young man, I have changed more tires <laughs> than years that you have lived, and I have also jumped more batteries. <laughs> We've given him a hard time about that faux pas, too. (laughs) All right, all right. (laughs) It's a good thing Tammy didn't didn't hear that. She's in Texas today, or I really could be in trouble. (laughs) (laughs) Well, the the one, I I have been lost many times, but the one that I remember is, uh, I don't even remember what big city you were in, but we got in the slum somehow. And finally, we saw you across an interstate that we didn't know how to get across to you. Where were we? <laughs> wow, I remember that, too. Uh, I well, think it was in Florida somewhere. No, no, it was in North Carolina. Hmm. Oh, then it would probably have been in Charlotte. It's yeah. Easy to get. Yeah, it's hard to find your way to the interstate in Charlotte. Yeah, that's the way it goes. Yeah, we were really, really lost, and you said, I'm going to go outside the dealership and wave at you. You must be close. (laughs) (laughs) And even after we saw you, we couldn't get to you. (laughs) Well, it's like the young man said in that guy's story. You know, you can't get here from there. (laughs) (laughs) Sometimes it just happens. Well, thank you, Mom. I appreciate you correcting me. That's good. I like that. (laughs) I'll talk to you later. Bye-bye. Well, Bill, we got to get to these these the way that folks can save money, and 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 certainly by honoring God with our money and paying our bills is a big way that that can happen, and even in your insurance, right? Well, we certainly can agree. It's really good to have very little debt and to, to save money and to pay cash, 
But I was thinking about my kids this last week. I've got one that's done a real good job, got really great credit, and I've got another one that just had never had any accounts in his name at all. And um, in insurance these days, you're penalized if you've got bad credit, and you're getting all kinds of really great credits if you've got good credit. And a lot of folks don't realize that just having absolutely no debt's not the same as having good credit. I've had clients that had substantial wealth and never borrowed any money, never had any credit cards, and actually their credit scores don't look as good as somebody that's had a little bit of credit and has made regular timely payments on it and has built up that good credit. But in a lot of areas today, your credit comes in and can, pl- can play a big role on how much it costs to borrow money, and it can affect how much you pay for your insurance. It can affect your insurance costs substantially. Another thing I'd like to share is that they've got something um, today called uh, optimum, optimizing purchasing, where insurance companies and other business can keep track of whether or not you shop for your insurance. And if you periodically shop for your insurance, certain records are created and your insurance company knows that you were shopping for insurance. And there's some companies that will give you a discount just by the fact that they know that in the last 12 months, you've done a little bit of insurance shopping which really frustrates the you-know-what out of me. And luckily, I don't think our company's one of them, but over half of the insurance companies today keep track of how much shopping you do, and it's reflected in the prices they charge. And my cable bill... um, Oh, yeah, don't even go there. Oh, man. (laughs) I, I, I got my cable company to cut my cable bill by $30 just by telling them a specific deal I could have gotten with another... Uh, TV table cable company. Well, Bill, I've done whole shows on negotiation, and 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 that's another lost art, in my opinion. Talking about the lost art of being lost. One of the loss, you know, in in for ages, we have been negotiators, and you're born a great negotiator. I'm telling you, any child trying to get an, another ten minutes on their bedtime will but I do. can out negotiate. <laughs> I'm telling you, we're born negotiators. We get frustrated with it over a period of time, and, and, and we, we cease to do that. But one of my favorite stories was I, I won a, a trip when I was with Chrysler to Istanbul. And <laughs> Did we, you lose or win that trip? <laughs> I won it. And there was a whole ship full of car dealers. I mean, the whole ship was full of car dealers, and they go on into the Grand Bazaar. They, they stopped off there, you know, and we all got on buses, and we went into the Grand Bazaar. And... My wife and I, you know, kind of hung out. We were going in later than everybody else. And all these, I mean, a whole line of car dealers, maybe 60 of them were coming back down the path from the Grand Bazaar. They go, oh, you don't want to go in there. Those, <laughs> it's dog eat dog in there. They don't sell anything without negotiating. And I was like, excuse me, are you guys car dealers? I'm, <laughs> what's up with that? But, you know, those are things to know that it's okay to ask. And there's nothing wrong was saying can i get a discount will you would you negotiate with me on that can you bring the price down and and the cable bills are a prime way that you can just do it and and their people are ready willing and able to do it and there's a lot to be said for 
asking for something and, and, and having some wisdom along those lines, Bill. Yes, it's good to also know that there's a better deal out there before you call. You'll get a different response from them when you say, well, this cable company offered me this package for this price. And it's amazing how, how totally different their department ah, responded. Well, that's, there's, there's certain, and again, I've got article after article at ChristianCarGuy.com to talk about negotiation and different processes that you can use, but it's, it's a wonderful thing to do when you actually enjoy doing it, like you enjoy driving or whatever, and you're shaking your head, but you enjoy doing it when you were a kid, and, and if you, once you begin to practice it and realize that there's advantages in it, that negotiating is actually a wonderful thing, and one of the things that even Abraham did, if you recall, with God. <laughs> you know, God, I, let me ask you one more time, if I could, you know, would you, how many would you, you know, to do in order to not destroy lot but we're on loss today so we got another lost story from angela in burlington north carolina angela you're on the christian car guy show good morning good morning uh my dad passed away in uh 2000 but i've got a lot of good memories and uh one of those memories is that he never got lost oh. Never. Uh, we'd be in the car, and it would be obvious that we were lost. And sometimes, as a kid, I'd confront him. And well, say, Angela, hey. I'm sorry you can't hear the music in the background. We're going to a break. So when we come back, we're going to hear the rest of Angela's story, a father that was never lost. And we've got the whole thing on the sheep and the word. It's all coming at you. we got so much more Christian car guys coming up. Stay tuned. It's going to be awesome. on the Christian Car Guy Show. And when we left our hero, Angela, she was discussing how her father never got lost, but you're, a, you're, a, you're in the middle of a lost story, so I'm confused, Angela. Okay, he never got lost. Uh, we'd be in the car traveling along, and it was obvious that we were lost. But I, And as a kid, sometimes I'd confront him, we're lost, aren't we, Dad? No, I know exactly where we are. <laughs> oh, you do? Sure, we're right here. Never occurred to him that there were those in the car with him who were concerned about where right here was. No, but... <laughs> uh, Angela, I, my family knows that I have put that together. In fact, it's on my list, number 16. <laughs> Is learning to pose like you know where you're going the whole time. <laughs> yeah, well, it was amazing. We always eventually got to where we were going, but yeah, but all roads but lead to times, home. The, the journey started from right here. God bless you, thank you, Angela. That was that was wonderful, and 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 isn't it wonderful to have great dads to have memories of? So God bless you. Thank you for calling in. All right, well, we're going to move into our appraisal by the real black book. That's where we search the Bible for hidden treasure, which we have some of that today. We're going to cry out for the sermon, lift up our voice for understanding. 
I have been on a maybe a two, three-year trek through the book of Jeremiah, just taking my time and really, really enjoying it. And in Jeremiah 32, 1, as in many places in the book, it actually says the word of the Lord came to Jeremiah. And so I started to ponder the word, word, <laughs> knowing that in John 1, 1, of course, Jesus is the word, right? In the beginning was the word, and the word was God, and the word was with God. And I thought, how cool Jesus came to Jeremiah, that when Jeremiah said the word of the Lord came to him, it was talking about Jesus came to him. And so I decided to study the Hebrew word that was used there, which is debar, which if you look it up in a you know cool concordance or something like Blue Letter Bible, it says it's a masculine noun. And as you might imagine, it, it means primarily speech. But often I like to search out the root of a word because there's a treasure there. And believe me, when I searched out the, the root of the word word, it was the mother load because debar the verb is the same word that God used to speak everything into his existence in Genesis 1. But the sweetest part of the treasure for me was in the, the lexicon look. And the second thing that it said on the word word was a shazam. It said that that word meant to lead or to guide, especially herds or flocks. And as soon as I saw that, all these things started to crash into my mind. And I immediately, one of my favorite passages in the Bible, people that know me well, I love the Song of Solomon, and verse 8 of the first chapter is where the Shulamite woman was trying to find Jesus, and she asked her friends how to find him, and she said, follow the tracks of the sheep. And how about the 23rd Psalm, right? David knew sheep. Who knew? I mean, just think of all the different ways that David knew the word if it had to do with leading sheep. And so when you look at the whole 23rd Psalm, it crashes in on you, and, and, he, and he penned the words, Surely goodness and mercy will follow you all the days of your life. Well, years ago, I read a book, which is just absolutely amazing. And by the way, this whole article is at ChristianCarGuy.com. But the name of the book I read is called A Shepherd Looks at the 23rd Psalm. And one of the things that this shepherd pointed out was that the very last verse of the 23rd Psalm, where it says, surely goodness and mercy will follow me all the days of my life, has to do with that sheep are considered the animal with the golden hooves. And that if they're shepherded properly, that where they have been, that track of the sheep, it, it turns green because of the way that the manure from the sheep and the, and, the, and the way that they're shepherded. They don't cut the grass too short when they are grazing. And so you end up with a very green path. And that when these sheep are shepherded well, that you can actually tell where to go by the tracks of the sheep. And goodness and mercy go out behind you. So if you're living your life, the way that Christ designed your life. And if you're like me, and as my mother would point out to you and my wife, I'm broken all over the place. And so where I'm weak, God is strong. And when he comes through and he begins to, right, use <laughs> Robbie's manure, et cetera, et cetera, to create this <laughs> green path. <laughs> I know you're, 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 you're sitting there, Robbie, it's a bit weird, but it's true. I mean, that... If I really share where I'm broken and different things happen in my life and how God came through for me, I leave a place for others to graze and follow the tracks of the sheep. Like the Shulamite woman, they are the way you head to Jesus. Now, again, the coolest thing about all this is what is the word? The word, we all know that is the Bible. Well, is there any greener pasture in all the world than the Bible? I mean, how, how, how many of us have absolutely feasted there every single morning? Uh, you know, it's, it's just absolutely amazing, this discovery for me. It just opened up like, 
Wow. And so who is the good shepherd and who did lay down his life for the sheep? And all these things come into place that, that, that might relate to you, John 1, 1, in ways that you hadn't thought about. So with all that said, let's just ponder together, because I think it's more than glorious, the 23rd Psalm. Now that you know that David knew the word to bar had to do with shepherd, right? And so he penned, the Lord is my shepherd, I shall not want. He maketh me to lie down in green pastures. He leadeth me beside still waters. He restoreth my soul. He leadeth me in paths of righteousness for his namesake. Yea, though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I'll fear no evil, for thou art with me. Thy rod and thy staff comfort me. Thy preparest a table before me in the presence of mine enemies. Thou anointest my head with oil. My cup runneth over. Surely goodness and mercy will follow me all the days of my life, and I will dwell in the house of the Lord forever. Does not the word show us the path? <laughs> Does not the word reflect the shepherd? <laughs> I mean, does this not just, just connect dots all over the place that, 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 that to me was just absolutely glorious? But along those lines, I still say, that the lost art of being lost is, and I didn't get to my list, so I'm going to read it real quick, Bill, and you feel free to jump in here. Here's the things I feel like I've lost. I've lost a sense of really knowing how to get somewhere. <laughs> I've lost knowing how to get back, right? Because if it, it, if it took you there, you don't know how to get back. I lost finding new neighborhood, a sense of adventure and danger, opportunities for my wives and kids to see how messed up I really am, a chance to meet gas station attendants, understanding where you really are, a chance to be totally out of my comfort zone. A great excuse for being late somewhere. <laughs> I don't know if that one's so, but you know, you can't tell people, well, I, I got lost. You know, well, you could say your navigation messed up, I guess. But there's nothing like that Ted Trueblood feeling when you discover your route on your own ability of sense of direction. <laughs> you were totally, and all you were, oh, I found my way out. See, I knew I could do it. And how about the real ability to read a map? You know, I mean, we're losing that if we don't look at those things. And how about the chance to take your best guess and find out you were right? <laughs> or the best chance to take your best guess, like my friend did, right, With it, that called in earlier and find out you were wrong. Or the ability to take a good teasing from your passenger slash mother-in-law. Um, if she happens to be in the car with you, you find new stores and restaurants along the way, Bill. And, of course, learning to pose like you knew you were going the whole time, Bill. I think that that's an amazing opportunity, the lost art of being lost. Bill, It'd be a lot easier if it wasn't that annoying noise telling you, <laughs> turn left it. Recalculating route. <laughs> I know where I'm going. <laughs> Thank you for listening to the Christian Car Guy show. It's our listeners that really make this show again. I would urge you to go to ChristianCarGuy.com, find out our ministry Jesus, labor, love, car repair, labor for single moms and widows. We have all those prayer requests there. You can be praying for these folks. You can see my picture of the sheep and all that stuff. ChristianCarGuy.com. Remember, slow down. Jesus walked everywhere he went and got it all done in 33 years. And how about enjoying some 23rd Psalm this week? God bless.